Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. What if we could rewrite history with the ability to replace the evil, contentious, the bad with good, with understanding and everyone getting along. How would that change the world? What kind of world would we be living in right now if we could do that? And to change the biblical stories we were raised on by shedding the light of God's will for humanity in the rewrite. What would that look like? Well, our guest today is setting out to do just that, one Bible story at a time. Jay Edel is an international entrepreneur, teacher of practical philosophy, and children's book author. Born and raised in Southern California, Jay often felt the, the weight of the different belief systems his parents and his teachers and religious leaders were having him follow. But as a writer and a community leader, he encourages his young readers to look beyond the antiquated programs of the stories that have been repeated for centuries. For the first time in the history of children's books, an author tells biblical stories from a superconscious perspective. Jay instead shows the truth of God lies within all of us. He encourages his young readers to take responsibility for their actions, to never be fearful of speaking up for themselves. Conscious effort is the key to empowering children all over the world in order to create their own story from the very beginning. He sums it all up, and I love this quote. It only takes one generation to create an unrecognizable world. This is both practical and attainable. We just have to rewrite the program, empower our children, and enjoy the journey. Praise God. Help me welcome to the program. Jay Aido. Jay, I've been looking forward to this interview because I really believe you're onto something here, brother. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Robert. What an intro. I really appreciate you having me. Amen. Now, the first question I always start with is this. Other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is Jay Aido? Yeah, I, I grew up in a religious household, and this really ingrained into me as far as the stories of, of where we come from. You know, uh, not just the religious stories, but, you know, being from uh, from a family that migrated from Cuba. We all just have these these stories that kind of make up the character of who we are. And at some point, you know, I, I in my 20s, I realized that I wasn't in a good place and I, and I wanted to change things. And I was in a lot of physical pain and and uh, and the work I was doing wasn't fulfilling and it was causing more physical pain, you know, in construction work. And so oh, yeah. I went on this journey of kind of self-discovery and self-healing. And at some point I started piecing together the things that I do well is sort of simplifying big ideas into small uh, bite-sized ideas. 
Uh, and it's and it's something that I, I learned from kids, really, because they're, they're so simple in the way that they speak, but it's just in their world. As long as you're speaking in their in their world, they'll simplify whatever it is that they're doing. And so yeah. um, just in this kind of sort of childlike ability, uh, I started telling stories in, in this sort of biblical way where um, I kind of changed the outcome. You know, I changed the yeah. with a twist. You know, for instance, in in um, the book I sent you, it's the the conscious Bible version of Cain and Abel. Yeah. You know, when when Cain becomes so angry and resentful, he goes to kill his brother. But Abel is disciplined and composed within himself. And so, for me, I sort of redefined what nobility means. You know, he stood up and fought. He didn't just take it uh, from Cain. He didn't take the abuse, and he he fought for what he believed in. But he didn't just retaliate with the same anger and resentment. He sort of put Cain in his place, in a safe place, so that they could talk things out. And this sort of uh, changes the direction as to, you know, within myself as to what our potential could be if we just are able to change the story within ourselves before we react to any sort of anger and resentment. And so, um, you know, these stories, the way they, they, they program us is that they make us believe that they stem from us, you know, like we are the descendants of these men. And so if we are descendants of this man, essentially we are repeating this story over and over and over again. And we are the one that survived Cain, you know, and that's way, if you look out into the world, this is who we are over and over again. You know, we're just angry and resentful. We, and we can't communicate well. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, and, and then we run off, you know, God sends us away. We, we can't, we can't face the truth of what we had done. We deny it to ourselves and then we run away. And yeah, then that becomes amen. the story on a loop. And yeah. so once I realized that we're kind of living out this, this story and, and, uh, you know, because we don't, as kids, we don't do what our parents tell us to do. We do what our parents do. And so that's how the program is so powerful and hold and holds holds us to it. Yeah. And so if we have this ability, you know, and, and I like to start with kids because if if you show the kids what what it is that we've been doing, they get it too. Oh yeah, yeah, amen. Uh, amen. And they, they, you know, they they don't take it personally either. They don't they don't hold on to this. They don't have that you know, the, the, the years of trauma that we have to filter out to make our decisions, right? Like you, we can really make a difference in their lives just by setting a really great example for them and telling them exactly what we're doing, not, not just replacing the story or reprogramming them with a new story, but telling them all of the stories and allowing them the super ability to make their own choices and to also, uh, be okay with the outcome you know, and yeah. learn through through the outcomes of the decisions that we make and take responsibility for it, everything. Why Why did you decide to start looking at rewriting the Bible stories in light of the conscious storytelling? Yeah, well, the Bible stories are the ones that have been lingering in our system for long periods of time. If you look at, uh, at humanity, the large majority of human beings know these stories. And that's how that that's why it's it works um because they know like even if you don't know the details of the stories maybe you weren't brought up in the religion household you still you've heard of these stories they're very yeah. popular stories these characters yeah. are very popular god yeah. and the devil cain and abel adam and eve these are these are yeah. world renowned characters and so they're ingrained into our system even if we aren't necessarily in in a christian faith growing up there's so many religions that have the same stories as to where we come from so just pinpointing that idea as as to where we come from in general and then being able to switch it around with a with a potential story as to where we could come from 
if we were to react in a different way. And I think that's what these stories, you know, these stories from the Bible, they're not really telling us what to do. They're telling us what not to do, right? They're telling right. us don't be like Cain, right? Right, right. <laughs> and Amen. So, and so for me, you know, the way I teach, the, the way I like to learn is the way I like to teach, which is don't tell me what not to do, tell me what to do. Because what not to do can stem off into so many different directions. There's so many things not to do, but there's only a few steps of what to do. Yeah, and that's why I like to be, you know, if, if Abel was the noble one who stands up and fights for what he believes in, no matter how difficult it is to do that, and then kind of redefine that relationship for him and his brother well then we have that ability to do that too if we can just take a second and 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 we're and we're disciplined and composed within ourselves because that's the difference between Cain and Abel uh Cain didn't know who he was that's why he was so angry he didn't know who God was he didn't know why he would give the best of himself to God you know meanwhile Abel was giving the best of himself to God yeah. and he and, and so Cain didn't know why he would give the best to someone he doesn't know. And that's where that's where the misunderstanding comes into play. And when Abel's able to clear that up for him, well, God is is yourself and everything around you. Everything you do is for God. Yeah. And so that's when Amen. Cain kind of realized, you know, Cain realized within himself, he's like, oh, man, I, I messed up. And then he owns it. He, he, he apologized. He begs for his brother's forgiveness because he he understands the the size of, of what he almost did. But he's so grateful. For his for his brother's ability to uh, put an end to it, put a stop to it, and then they go on and build cities together, you know. And that's Amen. instead of Cain running off, instead of Cain running off in fear and and uh, you know lying to himself, now him and his brother go off. They they leave their family, they go off into the unknown, and they build these cities together. And this is where we stem from. We stem from the brothers who can work out each other's misunderstandings and go on to do great things. And I think that's our, what our potential could be. Amen. Amen. Have you met with any, I'll just call it negative feedback by rewriting the gospel as it was written? You know, Robert, uh, I was expecting to, but I really haven't. Amen. Um, because because the truth is, like yourself, if you give me an opportunity and you see where I'm coming from, yeah. well, then you see that I mean no harm. I, I'm, I, I'm yeah. doing my best to reiterate a story in a way that right. empowers myself and those around me. Amen. Amen. I know you use the, the the term victimhood. Explain to us how retelling the same stories we've heard over and over and over and over and over again, mainly from the Bible, as you've been explaining, affects our children with a sense of victimhood. I mean, I can understand because we've been adults, we've heard it our whole life, but how is it affecting our children? Sure. I mean, the 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 attitude of victimhood makes it okay to blame others and not take responsibility for your actions. And and like for instance in the Cain and Abel story, when Abel just dies, he becomes the victim. Right? And then so many of us don't actually die, but we just feel like we died. Like it was like the the end, like something terrible happened. Um we we were victimized. We were we were there was a perpetrator in our story. And we were victimized. And then if we repeat that story the next day and the day after that, even the day when we're repeating that story on the days it didn't happen, then it's like we're really reliving that moment of victimhood when we were only the victim that one time. And if we survived, we're looking at that story of victimhood in the wrong way. We're, we're, we're not the ones that were killed by the victim. By being the victim, we're the ones that overcame that terrible day. 
And now we're still alive to tell the story of triumph. Yeah. And so we're no longer the victim today. That was Amen. that was yesterday Amen. or that was 100 years ago or whenever it was. And these stories linger in that sense because we refuse to let go of the way we're telling the story. And that's not to diminish the magnitude of what happened. It's more to embrace it for what it is so that you become a better version because of it, not uh, spiral downward because of right. it. Right. I know you share that it's important that our children be allowed to make mistakes, but own their mistakes when they realize they made a mistake. How does your book series help them in that area and change the perspective of the mistake? Yeah, well, what I like about these books is I, I, I market them as children's books, but really I'm I'm hoping that the parents uh that it resonates with the parents in a way where they can lead by example. So the best way is to teach your kids is by showing them what you're doing and why you're doing it. Uh, tell them the stories that you were brought up with and then show them the stories why you're bringing up them with a different story and a different outcome as to how to look at things and then share your struggles with it because we're still swept away by by our story just because we come to one realization doesn't mean we're going to simply apply it in our day to day. We're still going to be, we're still going to reflect this antiquated program because it's very ingrained into our system. So the idea is when you catch yourself running away with the program in front of your kids, you let them know very clearly as to what you're doing, the struggles that you're going through so that it's almost like you're giving them permission to do the same. Like you're owning it. You're telling them the things about yourself you don't like. So that you, so that they can also see it within themselves. It's not telling them what to do better. It's telling them what you could do better. Mm. Amen. 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 How many books have you published so far in the series? I've only published the one book. The next in the the next one is in the pipeline. In the next uh, probably month or two is is going to be the the Adam and Eve. Oh, praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Go back to the beginning. <laughs> Going back to the beginning. Yeah, this book series actually uh, starts before the beginning. So I'm very excited uh, to get there. Oh, okay. <laughs> so do you have a book coming out that's before the beginning? Yeah, after the Adam and Eve, I'm kind of going backwards, starting from Cain yeah. and Abel, I'm going to Adam and Eve, and then before the beginning, kind of stipulates the relationship between God and Lucifer, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of where these stories uh, make up who we are as characters. We're kind of just. Oh. Um, you know, we're, there's so many characters that we've been introduced to in our lives. There's the, you know, the the damsel in distress and Prince Charming and the king and the queen. And there's there's God and the devil. And, you know, there's these characters that make up who we are. And, and I feel that I have a very simplistic way of kind of unraveling these characters in a way where it's very, it's very innocent. It's very playful. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So the new book will be coming out in next month or two. Right now, you're yes. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd love to come back and promote it if I can. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. When you publish it, come back on. because I want to talk about it. I want to read it and talk about it. Praise the Lord. Jay, this has been so interesting. I mean, you're doing a mighty work for the Lord with these books. I believe you're going to change the mindset of this generation. I mean, this, praise God. This is awesome, dude. I mean, God Thanks, really Robert. gave you a great dream. This is awesome. I, I, I love what you're doing. If someone wanted to get Thank in touch you. with you to ask a question, get more information, maybe do an interview like this, how can they do that? How can someone get in touch with you? Yeah, you can find me um, on my website, Conscious Bible Stories. Um, the book is on Amazon. If you want to write me directly, 
It's my first and last name, J J Aedo, J A Y A E D O at gmail.com. Um, yeah, you can email me directly if you want me to, if you want to have a conversation or something, mm-hmm. but yeah, if you, if you go to Amazon, you can search my name, you can search conscious Bible stories. You can, you can find these, uh, Amen. Amen. I'll put links to all this down the show notes below folks. Thank there you. is no doubt that our children today are being brought up watching and listening and learning all the wrong things. I mean, it could it be. They're just being programmed the way we were, studying the victimhood side of things rather than the God side of things. I mean, praise God for Jay Ado taking this God idea and turning it into something tangible that's making a positive impact on this generation. Remember, what we program them with now, our children now, is what they will use to run this world 20 plus years from now. I mean, we're going to turn it all over to them just a couple decades down the road. Wouldn't it be great if we could change their conscious perspective from negativity to positivity? Amen. Drop down the show notes, get in touch with Jay, click the links, order your Cain and Abel book today, right? Get started today and changing the future of your children and your grandchildren. Pastors, if you're listening, this book series would make a, oh, it'd make such a positive impact on your Sunday school classes. Amen. Impact this just next generation now. I mean, that's what you hear all the pastors wanting to do. Well, do it. Praise God. Do it. Click the link. Get in touch with Jay. Find out how you can get this stuff into your church curriculum for the Sunday school class. Let's start changing these kids now. Amen. Click the links. Order your books today. Jay, thank you again for taking the time to come on the podcast, man. I do appreciate it. My pleasure, Robert. Thanks for having me. I really do appreciate it. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Jay Ayoto and myself, this is Pastor Bob reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcasts. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. 
Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.